Welcome to the Soul Driven Podcast. I believe that when we invest in ourselves, the world benefits. If you are searching for meaning and purpose, if you are unsure about how to combine the spiritual with the everyday, if you are ready to uncover who you truly are, then you've come to the right place. The Soul Driven Podcast is dedicated to exploring the intersection of living a soulful and spiritual life in a driven and ambitious world. Join me for practical guidance, truthful discussions, and interviews with people who are successfully living a soul-driven life. My name is Anna Hendricks, spiritual guide, marketer, and your host. Thank you for being here. Welcome back, folks. Welcome to another monthly Akashic Record lesson here on the Soul Driven Podcast. My name is Anna Hendricks, your spiritual guide and host for these fabulous happenings around here. (laughs) Okay, it's already September. Can you believe it? September, October, November, four more months until 2021 is over. That just kind of blows my mind. Also, about two, well, I guess really more, three more months until my birthday, and it's a big one, the 4-0. Gotta say, I really thought I would have it together a bit more than I do now. (laughs) You know, when you're young and you think about 40 and you're like, oh, first of all, like, I never thought 40 was old. In fact, I thought 40 was just like getting started. I was like, by 40, I'll totally have like a, you know, a serious career. I'll have some money in the bank. I'll be ready to party in like a completely different way. That'll be just badass. But uh, no. (laughs) Here I am coming up on 40 and I'm in the midst of redesigning my entire life. Entire life. And it's wild. One of the things that I recently uncovered in the midst of my, you know, continuous, never-ending astrology nerd-out sessions is how the Uranus opposition happens exactly when midlife crises happen. From like ages like 38 to I think 42, 43, um, mine's going to actually be happening a little bit earlier, but I swear I'm always like early to the party. So (laughs) even though mine isn't supposed to really like hit on full force for a couple of years, I'm just like looking around my life like, "Uh uh-huh, yeah, so it's here already. What's really fascinating about the Uranus opposition is that According to astrologists and, um, well, hey, guess what? I've been reading a book. It's really fascinating. I'm going to grab the book actually while I'm talking to you. That way I can give you the name of the book in case you are interested in in, in doing a little bit more research. Because I got to tell you, if you're close to this age, know anyone who is, this is the book that you're going to want to read hands down to gain some real insight and understanding to what it is that's going on in your life. Um, It's called Astrology and the Rising of the Kundalini by Barbara Hanclough. This book was originally written in like 1991, but then she re-released it in 2013 with like updated 
information just really expanded upon the first and so make sure to get the 2013 one if you're interested but what's really wild is that well first Barbara Hanclaw was uh, kind of a legend in the astrology field um, I mean she started doing readings when she's in college she's now I think in her 70s she's 60s 70s she's prolifically written books authored all kinds of different things. Um, she actually counseled couples for a couple of decades, worked with individuals, of course, for even much longer, has like a therapy counseling background. Um, and this sort of hand quotations theory in regards to the Uranus opposition, like landing right at the time of our midlife crisis was something that she started seeing constantly with her clients. Then after speaking with some scientists and some doctors was really able to like um, corroborate this information and, and, and discovered something really beautiful for us in that this is a time that our kundalini energy is awakening and it causes major disruption in her life. What's really fascinating is like she kind of touches on in this book, like, you know, um, our Saturn return, which happens at the last part of our 20s, you know, early 30s. And then the Uranus opposition, which, you know, late 30s, early 40s, and then the Chiron return, late 50s or late 40s, early 50s. And that's really when we like super spiritualize. Um, but when I think about relationships and life in general, you know, like what are the big shakeups that happen? And at what point in time in our lives do they happen? So this book has really given me some interesting information <laughs> leading up to the big 4-0. I'm just kind of like, okay, this is wild time in my life because I feel it's so weird. It feels like in regards to age, I'm just going backwards. Every year I realize I learn or I know less and less. And for me, that's a wonderful thing because I love to learn and I love to continue growing and whatever genre, topic, whatever it is that I, you know, sink my, my teeth into. But, um, you know, when we think about time and the concepts of time and how we're getting older and our body is changing and things around us are changing, it's just pretty wild. So anyway, a little bit of a side tangent. <laughs> Again, uh, it's really fascinating too. If you read the reviews on Amazon about it. I mean, people across the board are just like, you've got to have this book from his life crisis gotta have this book. One of the big things that Barbara Clow also pointed out is that relationships fall apart during this time. Men and women handle the Uranus opposition differently. I don't want to go into this too much, but if you're in the midst of a midlife crisis, her big thing is like, don't leave your marriage for at least a year and a half. Separate if you need to. Just give it some time. Get educated. Work on yourself. Do some healing promise you when this settles out you're not going to want to gone any to go to have gone anywhere um so if that speaks to anyone cool because i was not planning to talk about this book <laughs> but there it is um okay so again september 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 four months left in this year 
And of course, as always, kicking this off, I want to talk a little bit about what we just went through in August. The theme or the lesson for August from the records was Tidal Wave. And holy gosh, (laughs) if you are like me, you got your butt kicked in August. Hard, 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 hard. My life from the beginning of August until now is very different. Things are still changing, absolutely up in the air. But it was just kind of like I got the, and am getting, like, you know, my rose-colored glasses just, like, stripped off of my head. I've seen so much, so many past, you know, younger years, old wounds, bad old habits, you know, that I thought I had overcome, came creeping back. I mean, just all kinds of things came back into life. Not even to mention, I mean, look at what has happened in Afghanistan in August. Look at just the things that are happening across. I mean, we've got hurricanes. We've got some huge, huge things that have been happening in August. And we are moving into September, which I'm going to be talking about the astrology of September on the other end of this episode. But suffice it to say, we've got some pretty intense things coming I think that's kind of just going to be the standard, quite frankly. And that's certainly one of the reasons why I have been encouraging you for a very long time on this podcast to really build a strong and firm foundation within yourself through these times. It's something that I'm also working on, something I thought that I had really done a good job of. But again, this month is just like kind of like stripped it away and left me raw. I feel like I'm having to start all over again (laughs) and... That's a very humbling feeling considering how far I thought I had gotten. And it's not that how far I had gotten or how far I thought I had gotten was wrong necessarily. It's just like healing and growth is not cyclical. That's not how it works. Um, Sometimes we go up, up, up for a very long time and everything looks great. We're on the top of that mountain and before we know it, we've stumbled over a rock and we've fallen halfway back down. And so we have to just keep getting back up and keep going back up and again and again. Um, You'll have to excuse me. I didn't realize that this was on, on my computer here. But um, yeah, August was just, it's a wild, it's a wild month. I still have another day or two left of it here at the time of this recording. But... um, I am curious to know how your August was. I know within the the collective, which is my Patreon community, we've been sharing all kinds of things this month. I've gotten really raw about a lot of things that are going on in my life. Um, Some of the other members have as well. We've been talking about a lot of astrology, which just happens there (laughs) quite a bit. And um, solar flares and all kinds of things that are happening that are really affecting us in a number of different ways right now. So it's a beautiful time to be a part of a community and I encourage you to look into finding a community that feels like home for you. Um, if you're interested, of course, come join Come join us on Patreon. The link will be in the show notes, but it doesn't matter if that's not the place for you as long as you have a place because as we move forward, Things are going to really start coming undone in a number of different ways, whether we're looking at the world outside of us or filling into the world inside of us. 
And community is so huge because it helps us to feel more sane about what it is that's going on, you know, to not forget that we aren't alone and to be able to share and hear what other people are saying. And I don't know about you, but I love like when people are um, sharing about what they're going through, sometimes that helps me to even recognize and articulate what it is that's going on for me. And so those are some really cool things. I've made some very big decisions this month. I'm going to be changing up just a number of processes and systems in my life. And it's going to be pretty wild moving into September, seeing how these things go. But anyway, hit me up, uh, share with me, email souldrivenpodcast at gmail.com. Shoot me an email. I love hearing from you all. I love hearing how these episodes resonate, what comes through for you, especially with the readings, because, you know, I can sit with the reading and I know how it sits for me, but I don't know how it's sitting for you. And like I just mentioned, sometimes when you all share, it's like, oh, wow, so glad you pointed that out, you know, Um, so make sure to hit me up. Okay, so if you are new to this podcast, welcome, if you haven't heard or don't know what the Akashic Records are, I highly recommend you check out the bonus episode. It talks all about the Akashic Records. It's always uh, provided in the show notes for you in regards to that link. Um, you can learn that way. But the readings that come through every month, uh, these are channeled specifically for the audience of the Soul Driven Podcast. So if you're here and maybe this is your first time here, Maybe you only stay for this, whatever. Uh, there's something here for you. And because time doesn't exist outside of this planet, whether you show up, you know, September 2nd, 3rd, whatever, or next year, five years from now, if you are drawn to this episode, there's something here for you. So don't get caught up in the fact that it's for September. <laughs> um, there's something here for you. The thing that I always recommend for folks when it comes to digesting a reading is to really just get to a quiet place, put in some headphones, no distractions, just let it sit with you, let it wash over you. And when you're done, write down a couple of things that really popped up for you in the midst of the reading or really came to you and revisit it every, every week throughout the month because it's going to change for you what it is that it's sharing throughout the month. Even by listening to the same exact message, the Akashic Records are alive and well, <laughs> and they speak to all of us individually. So be sure to come back and check them out. Um, other than that, it's really about it. I do want to say that the workshop, Reset Your Heart, that the Soul Driven Collective hosted in August was amazing, amazing, amazing. Uh, thank you so much to Paula Rapol. If you aren't familiar with these workshops, we host them every month and it's really a beautiful way to come on and meet one of the guests that I've had on the podcast. There's a teaching element, there's an experiential element and Paula just, man, she, she blew us all away, really taught us some, some beautiful things about how to take care of our heart how to do some muscle testing, and then she did um, a, just an incredible group healing that had my jaw on the ground and had me buzzing that night so much I couldn't go to sleep until about 1 a.m. So um, again, make sure you just keep following us, 
I should be announcing the one for September, probably within a week. So hope to see you there. And without further ado, I'll see you on the other side. Fist raised up, strong and powerful, in the air. Is it alone or is it surrounded by others? The ground is vibrating below us. There is an awakening, an awakening that is taking place. A revolution, a revolt, a pushback in the direction of a direction that is no longer serving. It is this multitude that surrounds us. It is the steady beat of a drum, arms raised, lips defiant, ready to take our place in this world. There's a slow coming undone of everything that has been hanging out in the air. The clothing upon the clothing line is being stripped down. Thrown into a basket, tossed inside, tossed aside for later keeping. There's a disunity that is happening, a breaking apart of one's heart, one going to the left, one going to the other side. What is it that has taken place here? What is it that you can see through dreams and fantasies? Is it the crumbling of your earth? Is it the sky falling? Is it the weeping and the moaning of those who have lost? Is it the gnashing of teeth? Much is taking place at this time. Much crumbling and undoing. Walls are beginning to be torn down. They are shaking, even with the volume and breadth of your voice. These walls, the ones that wish to encapsulate you, to keep you hidden, set aside, marked for your own.
where there is no peace in this place. There is no steady forward motion. There is simply the breaking down of all things so that it might be rebuilt. It is the steady evolution of all that is taking place that lands at your doorstep, that sits there waiting to greet you even as you open the door, even as your toes wish to step out, out into the world. How will they be greeted? What is it that will come your way? What is it that is happening in the midst of all of this unraveling? What is it that is taking place? Do not search for a hiding place. No. You must stand outside and risk being seen. You must rip open your clothes, bare breast, and show the world exactly who it is that you are. The good and the shadow. The evil that lurks there. The great love that wishes to overtake everything. For you are a summation of all. There is nothing that you see out in the world happening around you that is not also a part of you. There is nothing that is separate, nothing that is above or below you, nothing that can't take place in your life if you were perhaps in a different life. For it is all interconnected. It is all woven tightly into one. It all comes together, crescendos, bleeds back out into society, and then comes back again. It is this ever-flowing flow that is life. that is taking place at this time. Allow it to do its work. Allow it to run the gamut of all things without standing on top of some hill and pointing fingers of judgment about who is right and who is wrong. For you know nothing. That is right, nothing at this time. It is still steadily coming together. 
The story is being told. The characters haven't yet found their place. There is so much about this setting that isn't settled. Therefore, find that steady resistance inside of you. Allow it to willfully, soulfully, powerfully come forward in your everyday life. Do not hide behind the burdens of others. Do not allow yourself to believe that you would handle any one situation a different way. For you do not walk in those footsteps. You do not know what it is that they call to or what it is that is being beckoned to them. Find grace and love for one another. Allow yourself to be overtaken by grief and sadness. Allow the tears to fall. Allow your humanity to rise. Allow yourself the time and space to be heartbroken and yet find the strength to continue going about your day in hope, joy, love. For truly what it is that you will experience, what it is that you might see taking place on the landscape around you, it is nothing but a play being played out for you. It wishes to inspire you, to wake you up, to wake up the soul that rests inside, to give it voice and wings, to allow it to come to center stage. All of this is firmly within your grasp. Grasp. But you must believe. You must allow the heart to take its place on the center stage. Become the center stage. For here is where life is given, and here is where it is taken away. There is nothing more than the heart. No, nothing more. Okay, okay. <laughs> Welcome back. So I just finished uh, re-listening to the reading and then back. 
typically kind of my process is that I sit down and open the records, channel through a message, then I have it transcribed because I really like having words in front of me, especially after this type of a reading, and then just kind of sitting with it a little bit. So this reading was, for me, while I was in the records, was, it was powerful, it was intense, it was very visual. I shared with the, uh, the collective, it's my Patreon community, they always get to hear the readings early, but I shared with them that I remembered nothing about the reading when I was done with it. And uh, it was because the energy was so intense. It was just like, <laughs> I felt like whatever came out made absolutely no sense. I felt like it was all over the place. There were so many different visuals that were popping up, just kind of left and right. It was images, it was visions. I was in the middle of scenes. I was experiencing things happening on this planet. It was all encompassing to say the least. To be truthful, I really didn't expect for September to be that much of a month. I knew that August would be a huge month going into it. And I think that September is going to be as well, but I think it's going to be in a completely different way. In a much quieter, <laughs> more unrelenting type of way. And even as I say that, and even as I kind of like step into this message, I'm just kind of like getting myself ready for what is ahead. Because I know that this is going to be a tough month. And if you feel fear when I say that, I completely understand. <laughs> because I do too, even as I said that. But we have to remind ourselves that when it comes to listening to these types of forecasts that they are here to empower us. They are here to help us see what it is that is coming, to help us understand what is in front of us, to help us make sense of perhaps some of the things that we're seeing or feeling, experiencing, and to just kind of help us feel a bit more sane in the process, which is always very important, I believe. So, I really, you know, when I first read through the reading, I was like, wow, this is, um, it felt very abstract to me. And if you aren't familiar, you can hit up the, the, the links in the show notes, and we provide a transcript of the reading every month. It's on my blog. You can check that out if you're someone like me who likes to have kind of the words in front of you. Um, I'm a writer, and so I always love seeing the words in front of me. It just really helps things to click. But it took, it took maybe a reading or two for me to really understand what this specific reading was about. And I chose the, the name um, intersection because it really felt like that is what is going to be happening this month. This intersection between both sides of us, between all sides of us. And when I say both, I kind of mean like 
the light and the shadow, you know, the, the good and the bad, if you will. And of course, things aren't that black and white, but at the same time, I feel like what happened in August is that this tidal wave came and it hit and it just kind of like knocked everything over. And as I shared last month, it's like a new beginning. But the thing is, is that this month, we're still walking into this new beginning with a lot of the old things, a lot of the same things. I think that we can change quickly, but I don't think we can change overnight. And I definitely think like as a collective, it takes even longer, (laughs) you know, People are so freaked out by everything that is happening in the world right now. And I mean, I get it. Like, my heart hurts for everything that is happening happening in Afghanistan. Um, the, the people who were uh, in the hurricane, Ida, that just passed through Louisiana, uh, what happened in Tennessee, what even happened here in my state, North Carolina, um, what's happening in countries all over the world. I mean everyone is struggling you know and in that we are really united here and we have that in common i don't think that there's too many places on this planet that haven't been affected by the things that are falling apart over the past almost two years right i mean between covid between like the fires and then the rain and the you know like the flooding and the the starvation that is happening, the, you know, there's a lot. And our environment as a whole, our planet is, it's just sobbing, sobbing with us right now. It's just sobbing with the weight of it all. And our beautiful mother Gaia is just trying to rebalance things. Um, and that is what I really felt sincerely in this reading for me personally because it was so abstract I mean I always want to hear how it resonated for you what popped up for you maybe what insights that you had I would love for you to share them especially for this one because this reading was a lot more abstract and I am so curious how it's going to hit with you so be sure to share that with me if you feel called to do so What I really felt kind of in the beginning part of this is the revolt, the rebellion, the sort of deciding who it is that we are, maybe getting a little bit better of a picture of it. I shouldn't say deciding who we are, but getting a little bit of a better picture about who we are and who we are on this planet. And what is it that we're here to do? What is it that we're here to be? Um, I thought it was quite poignant when it said, do not search for a hiding place. You must stand outside and risk being seen. You must rip rip open your clothes, bare breasts, and show the world exactly who it is that you are. That line really hit home for me because the last several months of my life, there's been a lot going on. There's been a lot of transformation things that I'll probably be talking about either later this year, early next year, I'm not really sure yet, but it's been tough. It's been really tough. And it's been, I think what's been so tough about it is 
sure I've been going through some hard things. I've also been going through some great things, but like is the idea and the image of who I was has really been difficult to hang on to. I think I mentioned before in the first part of this podcast, you know, the the routines, the rituals, the the things that I really lean on just haven't been working as much. And mind you, <laughs> I've known God since I was born in born into this life, and my relationship with God has evolved continuously. And I know that just like any other relationship that we have, there are highs and lows. I mean, Mother Teresa, she used to talk about, she went through some very painful periods where she felt like God wasn't there at all for her, that she was completely alone, that she had no help. And she would like write to, um, oh gosh, I'm not gonna get the word right. Um, basically like her, the men who were like her bosses more or less are in her, um, <laughs> I get excited and then I can't think. Um, but she would write to them and, and say like, I'm so embarrassed, but this is how I'm feeling. Is this okay? Has God left me? And I think that in some ways, like that's kind of what I've been going through a little bit in regards to like the things that I normally do that work for me haven't been working for me. And I have just been all tied up and all wrapped up. And so risking that being shown to the world, risking what it is that I've been seeing myself as, having all of these things stripped away from me this past month has just been, it's been pretty wild. Um, <laughs> and the interconnected part, right? It said, for it is all interconnected. It is all woven tightly into one. It all comes together. Crescendos, bleeds back out into society and then comes back again. It is this ever-flowing flow that is life that is taking part, place at this time. Allow it to do its work. Allow it to run the gamut of all things without standing on top of some hill and pointing fingers of judgment about who was right and who was wrong for you know nothing. That is right, nothing at this time. It is still steadily coming together. We are, and I'm gonna talk about this in a minute in regards to the astrology, but like we are in September when I talk about like, it's kinda scary and it's gonna be pretty intense. We are being asked to get comfortable in our discomfort right now. We are being asked to let go of this idea of life going back to the way it was. It's never going to be the same. We're being asked to let go of any ideas of ourself, even. And we're being asked to like not look around and just like point fingers in the midst of this confusion. And it is confusion. And we feel warm and fuzzy. I shouldn't say warm, but like fuzzy. Everything feels fuzzy. Everything feels blurry. It's like we're all like searching through the dark. We're like trying to figure out what to do next. And we used to have a game plan, but we don't know how to have a game plan anymore. You know, my partner and I, we love going away for New Year's Eve so that we can plan for the upcoming year. 
And at the beginning of this year, when we went away, I was like, I'm not, I'm not setting out my goals for anything more than like three months. And I got to tell you, within three months of this year, those goals weren't even relevant anymore as it was. <laughs> and so when we've talked about going away for like this upcoming, you know, 2022, I'm like, I, I just want a vacation. I'm not trying to go away and start planning for the upcoming year because we are living a day by day right now. And that's really frustrating for so many of us because we fear. We fear not knowing. We fear not having stability and certainty. Mind you, we never had it to begin with, but we sure thought we did. And that's, I mean, we're all grieving that right now. We're all grieving the fact that we're not in control as much as we thought we were. And that's different from our ability to create our own life. But just the fact that like, <laughs> I used to be able to go away on New Year's and plan for my upcoming week, my upcoming year. Like I knew what it was I was gonna accomplish. Like, okay, this is what I wanna accomplish this year. And now it's just kind of like, um, I'd like to survive, y'all. <laughs> but like the reading said, the story is being told. The characters haven't found their place. We haven't seen what this outcome is. We don't know what it is that's happening. And everyone is standing around trying to figure it out. Everyone's become an expert in their field and an expert on whatever new topic it is. And it's all of us just like uh, reaching and trying to pull and have control. That idea that we actually know what's going on gives us some semblance of control when we have none. And that's crazy hard for us. It's really hard, certainly for me. <laughs> um, But I love how it ended, reminding us to not run away from it. And I mean, that is, that is the goal. That is the, as far as I'm concerned, that's like, you know, the, the highest mountain you could climb at this day and time is to not run away is to cry when we feel like crying, is to get mad when we feel like getting mad, is to say, this sucks, or to rejoice, and really to feel those seemingly hand quotation more negative, and I say negative only because we still perceive these emotions as negative when they're definitely not, they're just emotions, but when we allow ourselves to feel these emotions, then we can step right back and find joy. Then we can step back and find happiness or find something to be thankful for or something to laugh about. We can't find joy, we can't laugh, we can't do those things unless we're also expressing our shadow side. It's all inter interconnected. It's all, it all comes together. It's all the same one, as the reading said. And that is, that is our challenge. That is what we're being called to do. And it's, it's a massive ask, 
of us humans. <laughs> Massive, right? Because we're human. <laughs> and, and we're train wrecks. That's not to say that we aren't pure and beautiful and wonderful on the inside. I mean, you know, people are going to tell you that left and right, like, no, you're perfect. And it's like, no, I'm really not, dude. Thanks. You know, spiritual community, I, it, it always drives me nuts when they're like, you are a perfect being. And I'm like, mm, you know, maybe like in another world, in another planet, <laughs> it doesn't discount who I am because I have lessons to learn because I have to heal. Earth is a learning planet. We didn't come here to hang out and party and just like have a great time. We came here to grow and evolve. And because we're hard-headed, that happens through difficult things. And that's what we're being challenged to do right now. And of course, the heart. It always comes back to the heart. I think I said this on last month's uh, reading as well. <laughs> it might have been during the COVID reading. I, you know, honestly, this month and the readings, it feels like I've just been doing readings nonstop for this podcast, even though it's not the case. Um, if you didn't check out the reading about COVID, I highly recommend it. Um, I think it will give you some hope, give you some understanding, give you a baseline from which to work. But, um, The heart is where it all begins and where it all ends, just like the reading says. Our heart, it's where all the treasures are, all the wisdom is. And so that is our challenge, to not run, to get comfortable, being uncomfortable. And I think to get comfortable feeling that intersection between our light and our shadow, our good and our bad. It's all equal. It's all equal. Okay, so a little bit about the astrology. I like to caveat, but of course I often forget I am not a professional astrologer. I've been studying it since I was a kid. Got a got a hold of my mom's astrology book, and that was that. It's that was over. <laughs> I've always been someone who's been interested in self improvement, understanding myself better, what have you. And uh, finding astrology was like it's a rabbit hole that I'm still going down, like over thirty years later. So, big fan. But there's always something new to learn with astrology. So, yeah, um, we have, there's a number of different things that are happening in our sky this month, but I want to just really kind of touch on the biggest one, and that is Mercury going retrograde, specifically Mercury entering Libra, which it will already have the time of this podcast relief, release, and it's going to be there until November 5th. Libra is a planet of balance, of leveling things out, of diplomacy, of it's also 
It's also a sign that can be so straightforward that it chops you in half and you're just like, what? How did that even happen? Coming from this very nice, calm person. <laughs> Libras are no joke, man. Uh, Mercury, sign of, uh, or the planet, hello, planet of communication, of uh, technology. Um, it's when you hear about Mercury retrograde, you know, things like our phones and emails and, and electronic stuff just kind of starts breaking down. Communication between people can get all functified really quick. Um, yes, I said functified. <laughs> and uh, it can make us feel really out of whack. It can make us feel very emotional. It can be a very difficult time. But what is really beautiful about Mercury retrograde is that it's kind of like a second chance to revisit a part of ourselves that really needs some tending to. And of course, that part of ourself is different for each and every one of us. Um, the, Mer or the retrograde doesn't start until the latter part of September, but it goes into the shadow of Mercury retrograde on the 6th. And that basically means that the energy, we're going to start feeling it on the 6th. I'm already kind of starting to feel it. It's not even September 1st yet, but there is a pull. There is a deep pull. And when this goes out on Monday, which is, or Monday, Wednesday, which will actually be the 1st of September, my biggest advice to you is to get things in line. We are also in the midst of Virgo season now. And Virgo is, you know, it's methodical, it's studious, it likes things to be planned and organized, it's a very analytical sign. And so you've got, you can kind of see the friction here, right? Um, or I don't even know if it's friction as much as just kind of like confusion, like continued confusion. Because we're in the midst of Virgo season, which is very like, you know, A, B, C, D, E. But then Mercury, whose communication, who's, you know, our electronics, our emailing, our online stuff, that's going to be retrograde. And it doesn't actually like go backwards. It actually just slows way down, like way down. And so the other planets kind of go by, the other things go by. It's just kind of what is happening. So if you want to understand how this Mercury retrograde will be affecting you, the thing to do is look at your chart and you can pull that up anywhere, astro.com, whatever the case may be. If you don't know your time of birth, um, you can contact me. That's a service I offer to clients in regards to helping them figure out their time of birth. But um, you want to see which house is ruled by Libra. And then that house will tell you the areas of your life that you're going to be working on. Um, the retrograde only lasts about three weeks, but there's going to be another like 10 day shadow on the other side of it as well. So we're going to be in this funk for a bit and, um, things are going to be like very disorienting. And that doesn't mean to say we can't like also harness the energy of Virgo and really like get things done during this time or start new things. But... Mercury retrogrades are not necessarily time for starting new things as much as really tending to something that we've already been tending to. 
So um, let's say like you've really been wanting to start a new business and you've been laying the, the, the groundwork for it. You've been really thinking about how you want to do it. Awesome. Uh, not only stay there, but think about, you know, go deeper with it. Think about, okay, how is this going to affect your life, you know, having this business? Like, what are some of the pros and some of the cons? Think about, um, you know, money, of course. Absolutely think about money, how it's going to affect just kind of every area of your life. Like, you know, what kind of money might you need to do this? Like, it, it's it's taking a much deeper look at the things in our lives that we have already been working on and again it's different for every single person so um like for me mine is uh my libra my third house is ruled by libra and that is very much like the daily routine the going about of my daily life um my relationships with my siblings and my family and uh some of my relationships and um yeah <laughs> and it's so dead on because my daily life and routine is really, whew, it's taken a hit over these last couple of months. But um, I loved what uh, Channy Nichols said, who is a professional astrologer. If you'd like to check her out, she's amazing. Um, she kind of shared this just about this week, but I really feel like this explains September perfectly. Uh, when she said, this is an, an initiation into learning how to tolerate situations of uncertainty. Um, during this time, we are getting training for how to trust ourselves. And uh, trusting ourselves to wait, to listen, and to observe. And it also is about trusting you know, what our inner wisdom is telling us about when to stop, when to go, when to say yes, when to say no, what feels right, what doesn't. I mean, <laughs> it aligns so beautifully. And um, so in regards to the astrology, and that's kind of why I was saying like this month is, it's going to be pretty intense <laughs> because I don't know about you, but I would be, I would rather be just like running around having a great time. I always think of that movie, Girls Just Want to Have Fun, and I'm like, that is me. That is my life. That is all I want to do. <laughs> I just want to have fun, okay? <laughs> um, I don't want to be serious all the time, but like, I am. And that's okay, too. Um, but it's not easy for me to tolerate situations of uncertainty. Like, I always call that the middle space, and I don't like it. It's like when you start dating someone, right? You're like, and the beginning stage you're like checking each other out you're like trying to figure out if the other person likes you or if they don't and then the middle stage is where you're like kind of starting to spend some time together and you like each other but you're not really sure where it's going you're not sure what's happening and then when you get to the other side of that then it's like okay you're in a relationship you're committed you know whatever that middle stage I just oh whether it is a romantic relationship uh, a, a business relationship like or things in life man I just oh I tantrum hard I throw fits I like put down my feet I'm like not gonna do that I mean it I'm just kind of a wreck that way so hopefully you are better than me <laughs> um and that you really utilize this time to get 
reconnected with self and finding a comfort zone for yourself in the midst of uncertainty because I got to tell you, it's not going away. Like it's not, it's just not. When the planets move and enter and leave different signs and all of these things are happening in our sky, it brings about a lot of different types of energy. And sometimes we feel a lot more clear than other times. And those clear moments, I love those clear moments. I'm like, I'm ready to go. I feel empowered. I know what I'm doing. I'm excited. Um, but we're, we're still in murkiness. And going into Mercury retrograde, we're going to be in murkiness for a hot bit. So we can tantrum about it or we can utilize it and allow it to slow us down, to make us look at these areas of our life, to help us to further better strengthen grow whatever a relationship with ourselves so that we can handle the tumultuous world that we are living in it's not calming down anytime and i'm not saying that out of fear to freak you out by any means i'm just being real we are rebalancing as a planet and i think any of us can say we've been majorly out of whack for a long damn time. And it's, it's happening, whether we want it to or not now. The wheels have begun turning. Things are breaking and falling apart and it's not going to be comfortable. But that doesn't mean we can't get through it. And it doesn't mean we can't love our life and find peace in the meantime. Okay, so the card that I drew for this month, um, you're probably a lot of you are familiar with the Starseed Oracle, uh, Rebecca Campbell, Danielle Noel, uh, the designer, um, it, amazing deck. I a lot of people that I know have this deck, so I'm sure you're familiar with it. But I really laughed when I pulled this card for the month. I was like, okay. Um, because it was after I had kind of like sat down and gone through the astrology for the month. And yeah. So the card that I pulled is called Lifting the Veil. And um, underneath these cards, they have like little kind of summations. It says, questioning everything, anything aligned must go. Um, so I'm just going to read this to you. Things aren't always as they seem. This era is one of uncovering mistruths so that we can remember ancient truths. Everything is in a state of recall and realignment. And I just have to point out real quick, I think it was last, last month, when the record said that like we live in a re-world now. Rebirth, re, rework, re, like everything. So I think it's funny, they said recall and realignment. Um, anything that isn't in harmony with the planet will not survive. This goes for society and the world at large, as well as in our own lives. If you pull this card, you're being called to energetically scan your life for things that may no longer be a vibrational match for who you are and how you've grown. To dismantle the systems and ways of being that once served you and others, but no longer do. Some starseeds are here to lift the veil between the seen and unseen worlds, to shine a light on things that are inauthentic or unaligned with the survival and well-being of Earth, 
to stand for and protect those who don't have a voice, to look deeper and question everything that previous generations did not. Some star seeds cannot tolerate things that aren't congruent. They're here to bring society and humanity back into harmony with the planet and the creator at large. If we tolerate things in our life that aren't aligned and congruent with it, we add to the misalignment of the planet. You're being called to trust yourself. Noticed. Notice what's out of alignment, then take the baby steps required to bring it back into harmony. This is no easy feat, but it's so worthwhile, both individually and for the planet. So I just kind of want to leave you with that lifting the veil. The confusion that we are in the midst of right now, and I think so much about us going deeper this month and looking at both sides of ourselves is absolutely about the continuation of removing what doesn't work, what isn't aligned, and realigning ourselves as best as we can. Okay. That is all that I have for you today. I wish you the most amazing September. Thank you so much for being here, for being a listener of the Soul Driven Podcast. If this resonated with you, if it was helpful to you, please share it with someone else. Share it with someone who would also enjoy it. And if you have time, it would be amazing if you left us a review on iTunes and subscribed. If you are looking for community in this time, definitely check out the Soul Driven Collective, my Patreon community. It is an extension of this podcast. It's a place where we can go and take the conversation off of social media. Um, If not, just be sure to sign up for the email list to receive podcast updates and helpful resources. I hope, again, that you have a wonderful, wonderful month ahead. And don't forget, when we invest in ourselves, the world benefits. Until next week.